Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last Sunday's third week of Advent, the first reading, tells us that the Lord is in our midst. The second reading reveals that peace is not worrying, but praying about everything. The gospel calls us to more than respectability. It calls us to right living. This week, let your witness to right living have a strong measure of joy. Start with yourself and take a spiritual emotional, and physical inventory of yourself. Be honest, specific, and joyful. 
Take any area of you that needs correcting and pray constantly every day for just that one area of brokenness. You do not need to tell yourself how bad you are. You need to tell yourself how blessed you are to have someone forgive and love you. Jesus loves you so much, he died for you. So look at an area of yourself that you can change this week. Share this change with a loved one, a friend, or maybe a clergyman. Deacon Ken had, whenever you start to worry, stop and pray. I try to remember this when I am having great difficulty with my health. I begin to see when I stop and pray how blessed I really am. I am able to walk, speak to those I love, preach God's word, see the beauty of a small child, spend moments of intimacy with Marie and just being alone with her, sharing with each other how much we are loved by one another and God. Boy, that was made me feel good to read that. And I have for that. I am blessed because the Lord is constantly telling me he forgives and loves me and is with me to guide me to all truth. I am truly blessed that he has given me his spirit who teaches me and lets me know when I do something wrong or say something that hurts or offends someone, giving me an opportunity to repent of it right away. Recently, I said something rude to a friend at a Bible study class in front of everyone. And it took me to the end of the class before I apologized and asked her to forgive me. The spirit was moving me and telling me to ask for her forgiveness before I left and do it in front of everyone at which I did. Hopefully in the future, I will apologize right away instead of waiting. What was a helpful or a new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Deacon Ken had Jesus's baptism was a baptism of power. His application, that power that Christ experienced is the same power that is at my disposal. I now use it constantly. And I had, I have received the power that comes from the Holy Spirit, and the joy comes when I respond to the Spirit. My application, love those who are hard to love. I am reading some old newsletters of St. Dismas Gill, my husband wrote in 1982. And as I read, I see the compassion and love that Ken had for the prisoners and for the sick. It is only love and forgiveness that can turn anyone to Christ. Sharing the encounters Ken had with prisoners and the sick will help those who are in prison now. I talked to a chaplain who told me he has not been able to go in and minister to the prisoners for two years because of COVID. We are still sending Bibles, the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study, catechism and pamphlets, among other books, into the prisons. Even though we don't go in physically, our love and prayers go with the books we send. 
We prepare the way of the Lord as John the Baptist did as they read the material we send to them. There's so much power in our prayer. We don't really recognize that, but there is tremendous power in prayer, even though we don't see the results of it. The gospel for this fourth Sunday of Advent is Luke 1, 39 to 45. During those days, Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. The gospel of the Lord. The questions. Who traveled to the hill country to a town of Judah? Mary. Whose house did she enter? Zacharias. And whom did she greet? Elizabeth. What was Zechariah? He was a priest. Where was his wife from? She was a descendant of Aaron. And what kind of people were they? They both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. What was Zechariah told by the angel? Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. And what did the child in Elizabeth's womb do when Mary greeted her? He leapt. With what was Elizabeth filled? She was filled with the Holy Spirit. With what was John filled, even from his mother's womb, with the Holy Spirit also? To whom does the Father give the Holy Spirit? To those who ask him. That's Luke eleven thirteen. What did Elizabeth cry out in a loud voice? Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. Who is the woman to be praised? the woman who fears the Lord, and what will give her praise? Her works. Proverbs 31, 30 to 31. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a reward of her labors and let her works praise her at the city gates. What did Mary do to become blessed? She believed that what was spoken to her by the Lord would be fulfilled. Who did Jesus say is blessed? John 20, 29 says, have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. What confined all things under the power of sin 
scripture. How was the promise given? Through faith in Jesus Christ, that through faith in Jesus Christ, the promise might be given. And to whom was it given? To those who believe. The personal. When were you filled with the Holy Spirit or became aware of his presence within you? Can those around you call you blessed? And if so, why? What effect has Mary's response had on your life? Dick and Ken said it was a gradual awareness for him, but it seems to be red hot in my life right now. And can those around you call you blessed? And if so, why? Yes, because it is infectious. And I answered that in 1974, I was laying on my bed depressed and opened my Bible to 1 Corinthians 13, read it and cried out to the Lord. I didn't know how to love. And he filled me with his love and took away the anger in me. His word convicted me of my lack of love due to the anger I had. And he picked me up into his loving, all-powerful arms and said to me, I will teach you. I love you, my precious one. He melted my heart, the stony heart, and filled me up with his love. I received it and became his possession that day. Can those around you call you blessed? And if so, why? Yes, they can, because I am a temple of his Holy Spirit, his love. What effect has Mary's response had on my life? Mary is my model for saying, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me, as you say. Saying yes to Jesus my whole life and everything is so important to me that yes, Mary has been such a model for me. The commentary. The miracle of love is in its sense of expectancy. Love is far more than a feeling. It is a decision that says, yes. Mary has just received the incredible news that she has been chosen to be the mother of God. She tells the angel that she is the Lord's servant and she will do whatever is in accordance with his word. She then waits with the knowledge and expectation that she will bear the fruit the prophets had predicted. Mary was to be the mother of the God of her fathers, and all would call her blessed. And yet, in her waiting, she attends to her surroundings. Her cousin, Elizabeth, who was much older, was also expecting a child. Mary goes out to attend to her. And in her love, she gives a signal of the love she bears with her. Elizabeth recognizes Mary's desire to serve her. And in that service is the core of love called humility. Elizabeth tells Mary that blessed is her fruit. And Mary's child became the instrument of salvation for the whole world. This time of Advent a time of waiting for the new coming of Christ in our own lives is a time for us to be like Mary. We can share Mary's blessing 
Through us, Christ can become real for others. Out there, right where you are, there is an Elizabeth who needs your visit. As you wait, like Mary waited, go out of yourself to others as she did. Who is your Elizabeth? Someone hungry, lonesome, angry, or neglected? That person awaits your visit. You may not have to go any further than across the street or just across the kitchen table. As we wait for the Christmas celebration, the promise of the prophets will once again be fulfilled. What will it bring you? The psalm this week is Psalm 80, 2 to 3, 15 to 16, 18 to 19. O shepherd of Israel, hearken, O guide of the flock of Joseph. From your throne upon the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Rouse your power and come to save us. Once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heaven and see. Take care of this vine and protect what your right hand has planted, the son of man whom you yourself made strong. May your help be with the man of your right hand, with the son of man whom you yourself made strong. Then we will no more withdraw from you. Give us new life and we will call upon your name. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm, and how can you apply this to your life? Well, I wrote on that, the Lord has given me new life through his all-powerful word. He has saved me and takes care of me and protects me. He is all-powerful. My application is call upon the name of the Lord in all things. The application for this week, the first reading shows that God chose ordinary things and ordinary people to produce extraordinary results. The second reading tells us that salvation is a person and his name is Jesus Christ. The gospel reveals that waiting is a decision to serve while waiting. This week, let the humility of Mary be your model. You might look at the times you have to wait during the week, such as in traffic and cafeteria lines at work or waiting to see a teacher in school. The example that you show by your actions can be very powerful. Mary was very humble, even though she knew that what had happened to her was very special. Give your family and friends a tremendous gift this Christmas time. Give them the gift of your humility, and Christ will come alive through you, and you will be blessed. Let us close with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this lesson. Thank you for the example of your mother to us. Her yes, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you, and we want so much to be as Mary a humble servant, a humble handmaid of the Lord. Give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding, Lord, so we can be what you have called us to be. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.